Welcome to day 190 of Shaped by the Word, season three. We're making our way through the prophets. Uh, my name's David, joined with Matt and Katie. And hey, guys, we're turning to some positive themes. Um, Jeremiah, it is a long letter. It is a long book. Um, really, Jeremiah 1 through 29 is a lot of talk on judgment mm-hmm. um, against the people of Israel. But then we're making this turn here as we start Jeremiah 30. And Matt wanted to make sure I got this in. Chapter 30 kind of starts, and it's called the Book of Consolation, which is kind of the book of comfort. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to see really a lot of like the themes of judgment that were in in chapters 1 through 29. They're going to start to get reversed um, kind of in chapters 30 through 33. And so what we'll see in the kind of coming chapters is God will restore the nation of Israel. He'll make a new covenant and he'll bring Israel back to the promised land. But even immediately in chapter 30, it really serves as kind of an introduction to a lot of these themes of reversal. So we'll see a lot of talk, Katie, of singing. There we go. That's biblical. (laughs) We'll see hope and joy and healing and, and rebuilding. And so... If you've kept up this far and made it through chapters 1 through 29, we're about to get to the good part. Matt has a really good part coming up um, as he leads us out in a few days. But um, here we go, the restoration of Israel. And so this is where we really get to see the comfort coming back um, to the people, even though this is going to take a while. It's going to be like 70 years, but it's coming. Mm -hmm. And so this would be some fun chapters to dive into. But before we do, as always, let's spend a moment in prayer. Katie, you mind praying for us? Not at all. Father, um, would you, just as we open up your word together, would you um, help us to pause, help us to see um, our need of you and recognize that the only good work um, in us can come, only good can come from you. Um, we can't we can't muster up um, good work in ourselves, but God, um, we ask that you would do a work in us as we read your word, as we engage with your word as we read these hopeful passages, these passages where you give um, your people a glimpse of um, the good that you have in store for them and the good that you have in store for us as well. Thank you for the hope that we have um, because of your plan of redemption in Jesus. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. All right. Jeremiah chapter 30. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, write in a book all the words I have spoken to you. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will bring my people Israel and Judah back from captivity and restore them to the land I gave their ancestors to possess, says the Lord. These are the words the Lord spoke concerning Israel and Judah. This is what the Lord says. Cries of fear are heard, terror, not peace. Ask and see, can a man bear children? Then why do I see every strong man with his hands on his stomach like a woman in labor? Every face turned deathly pale. How awful that day will be. No other will be like it. It will be a time of trouble for Jacob, but it, but he will be saved out of it. In that day, declares the Lord Almighty, I will break the yoke off their necks and will tear off their bonds. No longer will foreigners enslave them. Instead, they will serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them. So do not be afraid, Jacob, my servant. Do not be dismayed, Israel, declares the Lord. I will surely save you out of a distant place and your descendants from the land of their exile. Jacob will again have peace and security. No one will make him afraid. 
I am with you and I will save you, declares the Lord. Though I completely destroy all the nations among which I scatter you, I will not completely destroy you. I will discipline you, but only in due measure. I will not let you go entirely unpunished. This is what the Lord says. Your wound is incurable, your injury beyond healing. There is no one to plead your case, no remedy for your sore, no healing for you. Your allies have forgotten you. They care nothing for you. I have struck you as an enemy would and punished you as would the cruel. Because your guilt is so great and your sins so many, why do you cry out over your wound, your pain that has no cure? Because of your great guilt and many sins, I have done these things to you. But all who devour you will be devoured. All your enemies will go into exile. Those who plunder you will be plundered. And those who make spoil of you, I will despoil. I, but I will restore your health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord, because you, are, because you are called an outcast, Zion from whom no one cares. This is what the Lord says. I will restore your fortunes of Jacob's tents and have compassion on his dwellings. The city will be rebuilt on her ruins and the palace will stand in its proper place. From them will come songs of thanksgiving and the sound of rejoicing. I will add to their number and they will not be decreased. I will bring them honor and they will not be disdained. Their children will be as in the days of old and their community will be established before me. I will punish all who oppress you. Their leader will be none of their own. Their ruler will arise from among them. I will bring him near and he will come close to me. For who is he who will devote himself to be close to me, declares the Lord. So, so you will be my people, and I will be your God. See the storm of the Lord and burst out in wrath, will burst out in wrath, a driving wind swirling down on the heads of the wicked. The fierce anger of the Lord will not turn back until he fully accomplishes the purposes of his heart. In the days to come, you will understand this. All right. So we again, get to see some of those themes coming back, the reversal of everything that's kind of been lost in exile mm-hmm. that the people have lost. And I think it is just summed up so well. And then I love verse three, when, when the Lord's telling the people, hey, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will bring you back out mm-hmm. of captivity and restore to you everything you've lost, mm-hmm. even the land. And the land and exile has obviously been a big theme up to this right. point. Um, Moses led them in. Uh, the people rebelled. They were kicked out and brought back and kicked out and kicked in. It's just a cycle over and over again. And so there is so much hope in these verses um, for the people. Yet, it's going to be a long journey. They're going to have to be patient, as we said, upwards of 70 years before some of this starts to happen. But we are getting to see the heart and the faithfulness of God to his wayward people. So as you're looking at chapter 30, what's standing out to you guys? Yeah, I mean, I just can't help but think about what we've been talking about on Sunday mornings and in our prodigal God conversations, like so many allusions to exile here, and obviously because they were in exile, but um, just I I just have this strong um, sense that this is exactly what we feel as well. I mean, being still being exiles because we have not been brought to our final home. Um, Verse 17, I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord, because you are called an outcast, Zion, for whom no one cares. He will restore, and he is restoring, um, and he is he is faithful to do what he says he's going to do. Um, and so that was 
just an interest, interesting within the context that we as a church find ourselves because we've been talking about that so much. Um, and I just really appreciate like having that perspective of, of exile. Um, and then I love um, just the allusion to, to Jesus um, as he later on in the, in the chapter, um, their leader will be one of their own. Their little leader will arise from among them. I will bring him near and he will come close to me. For who is he who will devote himself to be close to me? Um, so, and then of course, talking about um, David, their king. So, uh, verse nine said, They will serve the Lord their God and David, their king, whom I will raise up for them. So, he is promising that there will be a ruler who is good. And of course, we, this is not the first time that God has, has said something like this, but it's just such a sweet mm-hmm. reminder over and over again. Yeah. yeah, we're seeing that restoration's coming, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that is the big shift, you know, as David pointed out in the introduction that there's been a lot of judgment up to this point, And yet the Lord is saying, you know, I have not forgotten my promises long ago. I have not mm-hmm. forgotten, you know, my, my faithfulness to, to this people, even in the midst of what is coming, exile, you know, being cast out, um, even being disciplined, you know, he, mm-hmm. he, the Lord disciplines those he loves. And, and so, he, he, he will stay true to who he is, to his character. Uh, and, and that's that great tension. I mean, we've talked about this quite a bit, but you know, how can a, a holy God, you know, how can he deal with the sins of his people? And and then how's that loving? And, you know, that we often put those in, in tension. Mm-hmm. And, and yet we we will see, and, and we see allusions to it all here, that the Lord will bring his, his people back. And how he'll do it is he'll raise up David, mm-hmm. you know, or the son of David. Mm-hmm. And and we see ultimately in the cross and resurrection just how God is going to, you know, deal with, to deal with those yeah. things. But, um, I mean, here we're just seeing the Lord offering comfort in the, in the midst of really a hopeless situation. Mm-hmm. But... But comfort's coming. Yeah. And we get to wrestle with the tension. You know, we do have all these great promises, right? Um, but he also kind of paints the, the picture of the people in verse 14. It, in the NIV, it says, all your allies have forgotten you. They care nothing for you. Uh, their translations translate allies as lovers. And so we find like this kind of situation where like Israel, like all the things you thought were going to love you and satisfy you and care for you, they actually, they've forgotten you. Mm-hmm. They don't care anything about you. All your idols Mm-hmm. But there is that promise held out in at the end of verse 10, but Jacob will again have peace and security. And so it talks to like, you know, us as humans, we we look to these things like, oh, if I devote myself to this thing, to it's going to love me back or it, it won't. Mm-hmm. And so where do we find peace and security? It's given to us by our God. And for us, that's given through Christ. And so he's our peace and security and it reminds our hearts to not look to other things to be that Mm. um good week or good day chapter 30 let me close us in prayer father thank you for your word thank you for all the wonderful promises it gives us and we know as we finish the story that all the promises find their yes in christ jesus so thank you for him being our ultimate peace our ultimate security um, our ultimate lover and we pray this all in his name amen Mm.